Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. RTS Podcast starts right now. Merry Christmas, episode 84 of the RTS Podcast, presented by GT Transport LLC, live here from the Mueller Jewelers Studios. Screw Chief Mark Myrov here with the one and only Schaefer Shuffler, Mike Mueller. What's going on, Mark? How you doing today? Hey, man, it's good. It's cold. It's snowy. That's we're, for sure. We're about, what, five days away from Christmas. The The heat's on. If you don't have Christmas presents bought, I mean, we were just at Target Walmart not even two hours ago. Packed. Packed. Madhouse. Never seen it like that before. I don't understand why I keep doing that to myself every year. And I think everybody else does the same thing. They just wait till last minute. Yeah. No, and it's ridiculous. Plus, on top of that, too, we've got this massive snowstorm coming in. Yes, we do. It's coming in quick, too. So I think it's a combination of last second Christmas shopping plus people probably stocking up. Oh, yeah. They're talking about a snowmageddon. Yeah, that's what a snowmagami or whatever it was. But yeah, dude, it's going to be uh, the wind, the snow, the cold. I think it's going to be a nuts. going to be a crazy few days. No, it's going to be gnarly out there, folks. Everybody travel safe for your uh, holiday festivities. Yes. But uh, hey, it's episode 84. We've got a great guest on tap for you on episode 84 of the RTS podcast. And uh, we, we, we're so anxious for you guys to hear it that well, I mean, we're legitimately going to skip everything tonight just gonna skip it all no bsing around no we're gonna get straight to it we got a few announcements to make and everything you know just keep you guys in the loop you know and make sure you guys got no we know what's going on but we want to skip right to it because the plan is just so everybody's kind of caught up to date because we did have the rts mailbox was open on monday we got a few submissions and we don't want you to think that we're ignoring you we got them we're gonna answer those on episode 85 along with a few other things that'll be the episode that we're gonna you know, answer your mailbox questions. We're going to talk about some you know, UMSS schedule announcements. We're going to talk about the Milliet of Dora. A lot of stuff to talk about. And that's what we're going to do on episode 85 because tentatively we have somebody coming in here next week for episode 86, barring any last second plans, weather permitting, stuff like that. And so Mike and I, we're going to go over all that stuff, give you a quick little 45 minute episode on 85. And that's where we're going to touch base on all of that awesome announcements from across the world of racing, across the world of sprint car racing, plus right here in our backyard. Yeah, looking forward to it. A lot of big announcements. It's going to be a dandy. It will be a good one. So like I said, look for that on episode 85. We did get your submissions. We will answer those. Look for that to be out next week on its normal time on Wednesday. Uh, one other couple other quick hitters. Don't forget, we've got the RTS Chili Bowl Saturday night, along with the Chase V-Brock Racing 2022 Racing Party at JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill on Chili Bowl Saturday night, January 14th. Things are going to get kicked off at about 5 p.m. out there. Of course, you know, if you got nothing better to do, show up early. Yeah, absolutely. Show up early. Watch some of those double O mains, the K mains, the M mains. You never know. If you did that, you'd have to be there at like 9 a.m. Well, you know, I mean, the G, the G might be around four or something. The gangster, man. <laughs> Who's going to run the soup this year? That's the question everybody it's gonna wants to know. It's going to be good. I'm excited. No, it's going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I believe there's going to be a chili contest. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of raffles. We're going to have uh, uh, like a window type deal. where I mean, We're going to be selling stuff to bet on the races. I mean, we're going to have everything going on. RTS crew there. The Chase V-Brock racing crew is going to be there. It's going to be lights out. 
can't wait. January 14th. Keep that on the calendar. We hope to see you guys there. Uh, Tulsa Shootout starts on Monday, the 26th. You can catch all that on Flow. So if you want to get that uh, Chili Bowl uh, little itch off your back, you can you know watch all the, the micros and all that fun stuff for a week straight. Yeah, and uh, I've paid more attention year and year. And, man, I'm just becoming a bigger fan of the shootout. You know, previous shootout racer, been there twice, so Ooh. I'm uh, looking forward to it, man. Prelude to the Chili Bowl. It's going to be good. Heck yeah, man. It's going to be a good one. Looking forward to that. And uh, as always, you know, don't forget, like we hit on, uh, you know, mail it in Mondays. Check for that on the uh, RTS Facebook, Instagram, and all that fun. Oh, even the tweet machine. I cannot forget the tweet machine. Yeah. Taylor is on top of the tweet machine. So if you're on Twitter and you got nothing better to do, submit your mailbox questions in there. Make it happen. And don't forget about Trivia Tuesdays. That's always been going on. We had round two of that today, and that got answered quite quickly. I thought it was going to be a little bit harder, but uh, old Terry Gallia, GT Transport LLC himself, answered it within a matter of, I think it was like 10 minutes. Nice. Yeah, so it ended up being a Hoosier tire. Hoosier tire was the correct answer. You had me, man. I had no idea what it was. Two weeks in a row, stumped me. No, I thought we had a good one there, but apparently not. Nice job, Terry. We'll be in contact with you for your RTS Christmas present. Other than that, man, not too much going on. Like I said, we're going to get to all that other good stuff on episode 85 for everybody next week, but it's Christmas. A lot of people are busy. We don't want to take up too much time here, and we want to get right to the interview. Yep. It is Jory Hughes. Uh, local racer. He's been racing with the UMSS a uh, number of years, non-wing, uh, did a little wing action this last summer. Uh, also, last year, made his Chili Bowl debut, and he's going back for a second time in 2023 in just a few short weeks. Yeah, having Jory in studio was a blast, man. Raced with him a long time, wing, non-wing. Even back in the B-Mods, we got, I got the race with him. So it was great to talk to him again, and man, I'm excited for him, the Chili Bowl, just to see how he does, you know? No, it's going to be a good one. Uh, it was awesome. He made the four-hour jaunt from uh, up north, came yeah. down here to the studio, wasn't expecting that, told him it was totally cool to do it over the phone, but when I gave him the option, he said he wanted to come down there. Completely appreciative of him doing that. Made it f- for just a awesome, awesome interview, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear this. It's going to be good, man. This will be our first driver from a different continent, drove all the way down <laughs> from Antarctica, so it was, uh, his, you know, his, uh, what would you call it, like his accent was a little different, you know, it was a long, long ride down here, he took a snowmobile, plane, train, automobiles, and a dog sled, so. Something like that, yeah, he it was. All. It was a good one. But you guys know the drill here in RTS, we gotta pay the bills. Yeah, we do. We gotta pay the bills, guys, and I know you guys, it's just, it's the same damn thing over and over again, and that's probably where, like, if you're on, like, Spotify, you got that, like, fast forward 15 seconds, I bet that's where that button comes in handy. Mine's 45 seconds, so. Oh, you skipped a whole deal. You're already into the intro music coming into the second part of the podcast. (laughs) Let's go, baby! (laughs) All right, guys. On the other side of the break, driver of the number 11H at this year's Chili Bowl. It will be Jory Hughes joining us here on episode 84, presented by GT Transport LLC, the RTS podcast, back after this. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? (laughs) 
Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back. Episode 84, RTS Podcast, presented by GT Transport LC from the Mueller Jewelers Studios. It's time. Hope you like some chili and you like it in a bowl. Chili bowl, baby. Oh, man. Like I said, we hyped it up pretty good before the break. Jory Hughes, I didn't know he was such a comedian. Dude, he's funny. Just a different style, sense of humor. Hilarious, just dry and in person, phenomenal. So it was great to have him down here. And uh, dude, just looking forward to Chili Bowl. He's going to be back with DPR racing this year in the 11H. Cannot wait. No, I, I'm waiting for the nights to come out. I'm anticipating what night that he's going to be racing. I'm, I'm always curious to know who's going to fall into his group. Yes. You know, is it going to be kind of like a, a mid tier group that night? Is it going to be all the heavy hitters? I mean, w- w- what's it going to be? How is it going to stack up? I've got complete faith in the guy. I mean, look at what Donovan did last year. Donovan made the show through his heat race in the qualifiers. So anything's possible. You just get, you just draw a good number, get stuck in a lucky heat. There's a wreck in front of you. Boom. You're in the show prelim night of the chip. Bowl. So that's everybody's main goal. That happens, moves you up for Saturday, and you're not running double O's, you know, and eight o'clock on Saturday. So, um, like he said, hopefully he can stay a little bit later in the day and catch the feature instead of driving home early. The interview is good. Like I said, Co- comedy, laughs, a little bit of down memory lane. Got pretty serious at a couple points in it. Yeah, it did. So it's it's awesome, guys. I I I know I'm repeating myself a ton, but I mean, this is like we were talking about Jake's episode last week and how good that turned out. Like I always love every episode and every interview we do, but man, I was I was really looking forward to this one. Actually, having Jory in studio. I mean, it sucks that he lives so freaking far away. Yes, it does. Man, like I just enjoy every time that I have a chance to talk to him it's always something new it's always something interesting because that's just how he views life and he just does what he wants down to earth lives every day to the fullest good motto to live by no it definitely is well we're gonna stop yapping here we're gonna get right to it here it is jory hughes driver of the 11h as the kids like to call it it's indoor season. It is indoor season. It is indoor season, and uh, we might have somebody here in the studio that might be partaking in indoor season. Yes, he is. As you guys know, Chili Bowl is less than a month away. So close. You can almost smell it. Oh, my, just the fumes that burn in your eyeballs. You know, after the first day, it doesn't really burn that bad. No, you get used to it. Yeah. It's just a drive home where you're hacking up a lung. Yeah, that's very true. It is definitely true. But joining us here on the RTS podcast, live in studio, studio with us right now, made the jaunt all the way from Redondo Beach, Antarctica. It's his second trip on the RTS podcast, and he'll be making his second attempt at this year's 37th annual Chili Bowl Nationals. He's the driver of the 11H at the Chili Bowl, Jory Hughes. Jory, thanks for coming down, man. Glad to see you made it. Yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, It's good to be here in studio. Good to see you guys. I really like you guys, and we always have good conversations. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, you got in the door, and I mean, we've already probably been here 45 minutes since you got here. We're just finally starting to record. Yeah, pretty much. Just BSing around. But yeah, it was quite the journey, you know, uh, expedition. We lost a couple guys along the way, but <laughs> I rolled in here, took off my big snowsuit, and we're in a nice warm uh, studio now. Yeah, we got the uh, RTS cronies out in the garage right now. They're wiping down the sled, making sure it's ready to rip for you for your jump back up north. Yes. So getting y'all set up, making sure the hand warmers are all nice and warm, getting y'all ready to go. Yep, making sure I'm safe. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, when you showed up on a snowmobile, I was not expecting that. That's how I roll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, awesome to have you back in here. We haven't seen you since uh, the Arrive and Drive, I believe. You came down there. Well, that was with your uncle, correct? Yeah, my uncle and uh, one of my homies got to drive the car, too. Oh, right on. That's probably how'd, the, how'd your buddy do? They both loved it. He had he races super stocks. He hasn't in the last couple of years, but uh, no, he loved it too. Right, I'm a future uh, potential future sprint car driver. Is he interested? Who knows? But uh, I guess he can say he drove a sprint car now, so that's pretty cool. Another notch in the belt. Absolutely. Right on, man. Well, yeah, you joined us here on episode 48 last year, so we've already kind of got a little bit of the background story on you. So if anybody wants to go back and go back to yesteryear, episode 48, I believe it was Jory and Brian Roach. There you go. That joined us on that episode. Uh, quite the uh, tandem. Yes. To say the least. And I, I get one other thing I forgot to mention. Jory's sitting here in Syria. He's wearing the, the most tropical Hawaiian shirt I've ever seen. He's already daydreaming of being in Florida. You're going on vacation next week, right? Yeah, I got to get some surfing in here. There you go. There you go. It's, you never, I, you're probably the only person I know that surfs. Yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I got into it like a year and a half ago and... I love it. I wish, uh, man, I wish the water wasn't so cold in the big lake. I was going to say, you probably could get up away with that up north. You can. I've went before, but uh, it's cold and like the buoyancy is different because of the, there's no salt in the water. So yeah, I'm a warm water guy. I'm a, I like the ocean. Wow. That's crazy. So all that plays a factor between it being like uh, the ocean with the salt water and like a lake that doesn't that that all plays a factor into it? Yeah. It is crazy how big of a difference it is. Like, what do you notice differently? Uh, your board paddling is a lot slower and you, you just don't float as much. You're sinking a lot more compared to the ocean. Right on. How long have you been surfing for? About a year and a half, I guess. Oh, this is new. Yeah, new, but, uh, but again, I was always around board sports, skateboarding, snowboarding, uh, stuff like that my whole life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, self-taught to take lessons when you're out West. I know you go out to Cali a bunch. I took lessons, uh, yeah, the first time I went, I took a surf lesson, and yeah, again, it was probably better off because I've, I've been hooked since. Yeah, no kidding. It's like an addiction, man. That's crazy. I don't know anybody that surfs. I've always wanted to try it. I compare it a lot to sprint car racing, and I mean, the ocean itself, I compare to that too. It's, it can be so calm, and then in a split second can, uh, you know, knock your teeth out and make you uh, respect it real quick. Right on. Any encounters with any creatures out there in the ocean? Dolphins. That's pretty cool. There's always dolphins. And, like, dude, dolphins are rad because they like to surf sometimes, too. So every now and then you can catch them, like, surfing a wave. That's pretty cool. Mike's over here shaking his head like, hell no. No, no I've seen I've seen some badass, like, surfing videos with the dolphins in it. So I, I can picture what you're painting right now. So that's, uh, that'd be pretty damn intense. Pretty sweet to see. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, every time you see a fin... It kind of makes you think, but uh, right. I don't yeah. know. I guess like sharks, it's pretty chill because there's only, I don't know what percentage of species of sharks that would even attack a human. So right. I guess your chances are pretty good. Right. I was going to say, isn't it some crazy stat that, that like uh, people always think about shark attacks out in the ocean, whether it's swimmers or surfers or, you know, boogie boarding or whatever the hell they're doing out there in Florida or California, warmer places than it is here right now where right. we just got, you know... 15 inches of snow up uh, you said about that up at your place right yeah and then we got pounded with at least seven to eight right so it's it's quite the wintry mix down here but that's just crazy man i mean going to florida this week you, you go you head out to cali what are you always doing when you're heading out to cali just going out to visit you got family out there i like surfing and uh usually get some 
go there when there's some races. So beautiful weather. Uh, yeah, I love it out there. I wish it so it wasn't so expensive. Oh yeah, what is it like? A gallon of milk's like twelve fifty. Yeah, it's insane out there. Wow, insane, just I'd, insane. It's like so spendy, like almost like organ donor spendy. <laughs> I would give a kidney, but I already did. <laughs> <laughs> but that was for a good cause. Oh, for sure. That That's, was for a very good cause. To, that was for my mom trying to dig out of a hole that I dug myself in as a child. So hopefully, we're trying to get even now. I would say you've got to be pretty damn close. I don't know. I was the hellion. <laughs> Go on. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got enough time for that. Hey, man, we got all night. I mean, I know you got to get back home. I can keep the button going. I can keep the record button lit all night if we need to. Yeah, I remember it takes me four days to get home. Oh, so, that's, yeah. that's right. That's right. Forgot about that. A little bit of information there. But yeah, I mean, crazy. We Like I said, thank you again for coming down here, man. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, Jory, Joe, what did it take you? Three and a half hours, four hours to get down here? Yeah, about three and a half. And he's turning around once we get done recording and heading back. That's dedication. Yeah, heck yeah. For you guys, I got to do it. Oh, absolutely, man. We appreciate it. But uh, like we said, when we brought you in, you're going to be running the Chili Bowl here again this year coming up. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Uh, you're, you're talking surfing, comparing it to sprint car racing, a lot of that in 2022 for you, man. You're, you're a wheel man. You, you're kind of a jack of all trades. You're not afraid to drive different things uh 2022 for you man let's get down to it uh crazy year for you end of an era on some things uh beginning of a new era for you with some other things kind of just give us a rundown tell us how it went yeah what a wild year i mean i guess you could say 2022 started at the chili bowl so right that was cool to do that and then after that i had some pretty big plans and a lot of things scheduled but uh i had an engine with the problem in my wing, my 305 car that I was going to race, when I went to go fire that thing up, I had some issues. And uh, so I thought that was going to be done. Um, I was supposed to do quite a few 410 non-wing races with Reese in the late 19. He ended up getting sick. He ended up losing a kidney. So our season there was delayed until July. And I still hadn't got an engine back yet. The week after I start racing with Reese again, my uncle tells me he wants to buy a sprint car and go sprint car racing. So Cha-ching. he bought one like the next day. And awesome. The next weekend I was racing that thing too. So from going from uh, a lot of plans to things not working out and then things really working out, I stayed very busy. Definitely. Absolutely, man. No, you definitely it would always seem like a little bit of delay and everything, but we can always find you behind the wheel of something. Oh, yeah. And again, like I I got so many activities in my life. Uh, if I can't race, like I got other stuff to do. So I'm always busy doing something. Absolutely. You, you, you hit on a little bit there. Uh, uh, Reese, unfortunately, uh, coming ill there, delaying the season with the 19L team. Uh, but kind of hit on that a little bit. Uh, the lo- a long-standing relationship with them guys. You've been behind the wheel of that car, along with many other people, some big names as well included in that. But kind of an end of the area there for uh, Layton, for the Laytons and racing and being involved in a sprint car community. Uh, kind of just touch on that a little bit. You know, some memories. You know, what you want to talk about, and you kind of give them give them a little bit of a shout out for everything they did for you. Yeah, uh, amazing people. I. Uh... Man, I'm glad those people came into my life. They're great. Uh, over 30 years, they were involved in sprint car racing. I think maybe like 34 or something. And they had probably close to that, if not 40 different drivers over the years. 
he started in mini sprints and then his uh son started racing mini sprints and then they moved up to imca 360 sprints um they did that for a few years and i think his son went to college so that's when they started hiring drivers and they they had a lot they hired a lot and he had to fire a few along the way but including myself but that's okay oh yeah i guess in 2021 we were having a horrible season anyways and you know how it is when things are going bad at the track it's not not the easiest to get along, so we were trying to, again, we were fast, but we had things going wrong, and just, I was making some mistakes, giving some races away, too, so, yeah, we went racing one night, and things didn't go good, and, uh, yeah, on the way home, told me to, I gotta come pick my seat up at the shop there the next week, so, so I did, and uh, told me he was hiring someone else to go race the 410, and, and yeah, it was a... Uh, pretty big bummer man i uh again that would that was my fourth year driving with them so i thought it was over then but uh i don't know we still stayed in contact i guess within a month or two after that we were good again and <laughs> and after the debacle in houston with that driver uh he was ready to give me a chance again i guess so go back to what he knew what was good and reliable yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm mediocre, but I'm pretty steady, so I don't know. <laughs> and I get lucky. <laughs> I get lucky every now and then, but yeah. I mean, that's the kind of the definite. I mean, I'm not calling you a suitcase racer, but I mean, that's kind of what happens. I'm assuming yeah. when a suitcase, ra- you know, if you're driving for somebody else and they decide to make a change, here's your stuff. It's they got to move on. They got to get to the next guy, get him in, whatever, and kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah, it was kind of weird, you know. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird to be in the position to get hired, anyways. There's way more people ahead of me on that list. But, again, maybe he saw, again, because I knew him before then, not not very well, but I think he probably saw that when I had junk equipment on my own, and, I mean, you guys know I, I when my dad was, you know, fighting cancer, I would go drive four and a half hours by myself to go race, right. mm-hmm. get my butt kicked, and come back and do it every weekend. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Reese saw that and appreciated that i didn't give up so no absolutely a lot of fight there you know you had a lot of stuff going on still dedicated to wanting to be at the track you know i might have been a little bit of a getaway from you during that time in your life um that but you you're always you've always been steady on the track you're a smooth driver i mean you don't cause a lot of issues out there man you're respected in in the racing community you know whether it's down here back up at home um, I mean, I don't blame the guy for making the choice and he gave, gave a local kid the chance and got you in the car, man. And it's just, it was, it was a good marriage. Yeah, it was unreal. You know, I remember that car when I was a kid, seeing that car all the time, racing 410 wing cars and stuff. But, uh, I remember telling someone it had to be, uh, I don't know how many years before I ever really knew him, but when I got into sprint car racing, I just, I, I don't know. I remember telling someone, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to drive that car someday. And sure enough i did down the road great people uh man they changed my life honestly made dreams come true i mean i got to race 410 cars that's insane i got to go to knoxville yeah i got to go to angel park and race a 410 uh we went to chicago uh joliet yep you were i ran into you there my hometown Um, for me dream come true so so thankful and grateful for them they're just awesome people Oh, yeah. You paid your dues, and like you said, they saw what you went through, and they put gave you the opportunity, and you definitely, you know, exceeded in it. 
again, there was way more people that should have been ahead of me on that list, but uh, I don't know. I guess they lived up there and they saw something, and you know, we we did pretty decent. I'm, I'm pretty good on equipment, and Reese really appreciates that. Right. He does not like when you're wrecking his stuff, so. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure what 40 different drivers, they wrecked a lot of stuff over the years. So they put somebody consistent in there. It's like, let's just roll it back in the trailer, have fun, get some wins and uh, not be changing front axles after the heat race. <laughs> yeah, I think in like the first few times that I met him, I remember he told me uh, after the like third driver that he had to fire, it got pretty easy. So the firing I portion, had, I, I always had to think about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I got That's to good. experience it. So, yeah. Do we, right, but. do we know who the first ever driver that was fired by Reese? Uh, I I probably yeah. asked him. I I would have to ask him again, but I don't. There's been some some very one night stand race car drivers there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, man. I you know kind of hitting off everything you said. I I I've had the opportunity to work with them guys back when I was helping uh, Rob Ko Jr. Um, he did some racing for the Laytons uh, a few years back when I was still working with them. Great people, awesome to be around. They always, you know, they took care of us. We took care of them. It, it was a lot of fun, and I'm glad I got to meet those people. And then even after they were they weren't doing stuff with Rob anymore, and I wasn't with Rob anymore, and they we, if they were with you or whoever, and we saw them at the track, always said hi, um, always welcomed you yep. with open arms and everything, and just great people all around. Yeah, they're great. And uh, speaking of Rob Ko, he was a big part of that too. I mean, he drove for them before I did, and he put in the good word for me. And uh, that guy always looked out for me. I don't know why, but he still does to this day. He's he's a very good dude. And uh, if it wasn't for him, I would have never been able to race sprint cars, anyways. No, he's had, he's had his hand with a few drivers getting into this deal. Yes. So definitely shout out to Rob Ko Jr. over there at TCB Speed North, proud sponsor of the uh, RTS podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Thank you, sir. Well, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Reese and Pam Layton. And uh, hopefully uh, Reese is doing much better health-wise and that them guys enjoy uh, sprint car retirement. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I, he, I don't know what he's going to do with his free time now. I mean, is he holding on to the cars or is he? did he sell everything? I don't think he sold everything yet. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, I, I hope. <laughs> I mean, we had talked about at least keeping the four ten, one of the 410 engines and maybe doing something with, with my car or my uncle's car or something for a couple of shows. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Well, they did just announce this uh, 410 race down in Ohio. It's going to pay like a million bucks to win. So you never know. Yeah, I might have to bust out this 2011 Eagle chassis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with a twelve, with a twelve-headed four ten, and you put collector plates on it and show up. <laughs> yep, yes, sir. We're here for the Millie. Yeah, oh yeah. We're here for the Millie Maker. What's my pill draw number? <laughs> That'd be the night you draw number one. Go out first and qualify. Yeah, right. Quick time. Yeah. <laughs> the guy drew uh, at Knoxville. I think the second night we were there, I drew a one or a two. I remember that. Nice. And I think I ended up going out first because CJ Leary was ahead of me and he broke, or someone was ahead of me and they broke. And I think I remember on that second night we had a wheel out of balance. And uh, I mean, around with limited sprint cars around home here, we you don't really notice a wheel out of balance. Right. Um, I think I looked like a bobblehead in there. I felt like my eyes were going to pop out of my head. It was shaking so bad. How fast was that? I dude, it's it's insane. The whole that whole weekend was just a blur. It's like the chili bowl thing too. Like there are these moments in my life that are just a blur. Right. It's so surreal that you don't even have time to be nervous because Can't I remember it's happening almost. I remember when he first mentioned 
about going to Knoxville. And he said, hey, have you ever been to Knoxville? And I said, yeah, I played it on PlayStation 2. Yes! <laughs> and sometimes I would flip my car over so the wing would come off, and then it'd kind of be like a non-wing race. Yep. Best uh, of both worlds. Yeah. Yes. And then I had a couple months to mentally prepare, if you will. I don't know. I uh, I guess I'll just I'll run through that weekend, if that's cool with you guys. Yeah, do it uh, on, man. Heck yeah. Let's I hear about work. it. It was on a Friday, Saturday, so I had to work that Friday morning until I, I worked very early, so I probably worked like four thirty to eight that morning. Jesus. And then I had to drive all the way to Knoxville, which is like eight hours. Yeah, from home. And I'd never been to Knoxville at all. Yep. Anything. Just seen it in videos and video games. But yep. uh Well then that had to be stunning walking in. Oh yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, I got all parked there and Reese and uh, his wife are waiting there in their truck for me. And then we went in and then it was just, honestly, it's like a blur. You're at the sprint car capital of the world. It's like you, it's such a surreal experience. You don't even have time to be nervous. Right. Which is it's just crazy. I just remember engine heat and Doug Clark running around on a wheel. Engine heat, get drivers, get ready and pushing that. And then hot laps. And I'd never time trialed before and. Never done single car? No. And really? here we are time trialing against the best in the world right. at what we do. And uh, Going out first? Second night first. I don't remember where I went out the first night, but it was insane. Again, the speed you're going there and, and it's it's how fast you're going into the corners. It just It's insane. It was such a crazy weekend, but man, insane. And then Saturday, Friday, I think I ended up in a C-Main. I don't think I advanced to the B. Maybe I did. I don't think so on Friday. I was kind of struggling with the speed and trying to get comfortable with that berm and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Saturday, I felt more comfortable. I think I timed better. We were in the C main, and I advanced. I know I advanced. That was the goal, make the B main on Saturday, because it paid pretty decent to even start that. Right. And, yeah, we met the goal. I, I advanced through the C. I remember that. I was pumped too. I was dude, and I was passing cars, and like it, it was, it was insane. It's crazy, but what an experience! That's like, that's bucket lister, man. And then, and again, like I wouldn't call my racing a career at all, but I'm at the point in my career, if you want to call it that, where I'm. That's all I'm about is bucket listers now. So that's why I, the chili bowl and stuff like that. And I have some other goals, but. I uh, just got to keep working towards that, I guess. I just, I, I'm all about these special events and doing stuff like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You ran Knoxville, Chili Bowl, Hussets, Jackson. I mean, all the big Grand Forks, you know, the big sprint car tracks around here and whatnot. So it's, uh, I'm the same way right now, bucket list tracks. That's why I went out to North Dakota. And it's, uh, I mean, I get chills walking up the grandstands to go to Knoxville. So I couldn't imagine racing there. It had to just be intense and unreal. Yeah, it's nuts. And again, just like, I, I'm so mediocre at driving that it's, it's so crazy that I was, the, it's like, it was like a movie, you know? Right. It's like, well, I am here, but. All right. First, uh, first question then, if it was going to be a movie about Jory Hughes's experience. Oh, here we go. At Knoxville in a non-wing, who's playing you? Uh, I mean, who kind of looks like me? Remember that dude from Twilight? The tannish dude. The tan dude from Twilight? I don't know. I don't Do know I need to go name. get Taylor? She'd probably know. <laughs> she would probably know. <laughs> she would. That was like oh, a... Oh, re- his name's Taylor. 
Lautner? Yeah, Taylor Lautner. Yep. There you go. Taylor yeah. Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. 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 yeah, Taylor Lautner would be a... I don't know if he knows much about racing. I mean... I'd, I mean, we got the same skin tones. It's, you know, he can pull he it He does kind of look like you now that you say that. Yeah, yeah, I can start to... Oh, perfect. We got to crop him in with a flat bill yep. on the pro, promo picture. Yeah, with... Uh, <laughs> Kristen Stewart, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> no, that could work. So Taylor Lautner's playing Jory. Yeah. Who's playing Reese and Pam? Oh, dude, I wish I knew the actor's name. <laughs> There's an actor, this old dude, that looks just like Reese and acts, talks like him and everything. I wish I knew his name. Do you know a movie that he's from? Oh, I'm he's trying to think. I'm just the seen future, him. that guy. I, he's in commercials, too, and stuff. Oh, it's not. Is it uh, J.K. Simmons? Maybe he was in a movie called Juno. It's J.K. Simmons. It's got to be J.K. Simmons. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who it is. Yep, he's, he's in a new Amazon show with the his Juno wife. movie. I've seen the Juno it, movie, the tall, bald guy. It's J.K. Yeah, Simmons. Yeah. It's definitely J.K. Oh, Simmons. Yeah. All right. And then Pam. Who would Pam be? Oh, I don't know, man. <sighs> I'm trying to think. Little little lady. Blonde, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, blonde. Yep. Mm. Who could we cast for that? She could be like the... Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, she's got all this stuff on CMT now. You know, in Nashville Christmas, all that stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. She'd be I was thinking option. like forty-year-old virgin, the owner, the main boss lady from the supermarket that they work at the electronics store. Oh, you know what I'm talking about um, where she just like kind of a. Just speaks your mind. Son of a bee. I know who you're talking about, too, and I can't I, think of her name. I don't know anybody's name, but It'll yeah. come to me. I'll yeah, think about it. Yeah. I'll think about it. So we got the movie set. It's ready Perfect. to go. It's ready to go. Yep. I mean, I was an actor, too, if you guys didn't know. I uh, What? Yeah, in the sixth grade play, I was the lead role. I was the nutcracker. <laughs> oh, my God. It was I'm sick, I'm like, he's dude. probably like on a Wheaties commercial or something. <laughs> it was so sick. And my, I, I just, and so like me, me and the Rat King are going at it with the swords, and my sword broke. <laughs> and you know, as an actor, you're just you got to go on with the show. So. Oh yeah, right. there's no stopping. Yeah, I went on with a broken sword. Did you win? <laughs> I mean, I was the lead role. It's you know, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of memorizing. It was. Insane. Do you do you remember any of your lines from that show? No, not really. Come on, it's kind of a blurb. Just another blur. Yeah, just another, and then I was in a big deal. I was in a local commercial too. You were okay, so he was. Yeah. He was in a commercial. Mm-hmm. What kind of commercial? I don't even remember. This is junior high or something, but it was local, very local. I would imagine. I wonder if we could dig this up. Do you remember? Like, was it on like a certain station? Ah, I don't even know. Man, I want to see if I might. I, we might have to try to find this in yeah. the archives. Yeah, this will be good if we could dig that up. That'd be good content. Yeah. So two uh, two acting roles. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Wow. Big time over here. Sprint car driver, surfer, actor, actor, skateboarder. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Flat bill hat wearer. Flat bill gang baby. Yeah. What do you got on there? <laughs> you Tyler Walker. Tyler Walker yep. hat. You know it. Isn't that your boy? That's the guy you that's, that's the guy that, when I was a kid, that made me want to race sprint cars. Yeah? Yeah. What made that What made that so prominent? He was uh, this dude from California who skateboarded, who lived on the beach, drove the wheels off of a race car, always yeah. exciting, spoke his mind, arrogant, kind of like I was when I was younger. I just... Uh, he was exciting, man. And he had really cool sponsors. Like, he was sponsored by a motocross gear called Shift. Yep, I remember that. And he I had a that. sweet Shift suit. 
Yeah. And no fear. No fear of sponsorship. Oh, yeah. Dude, no fear apparel back in the day. Lights out. See, it's, it's those things. That's what gets your, that's what grabs your attention. You right. know, that's what makes you, that's how you get yeah. a, a fan like Jory is of Tyler Walker. Like what grabbed me to being a Jeff Gordon fan when I was a kid. You, you like rainbows? I loved rainbows. Exactly. <laughs> no, it wasn't the rainbows. It was the colors. I like the colors. Thank you. Yeah. I'd see him on uh, TNN. And then again, I was into skateboarding and stuff. So yeah. I just thought it was cool. And like years down the road, uh, it had to have been like 2015 when they were starting Walker performance filtration. It was when Tyler got out of prison. That's time. Yeah, he was trying to get his life back going again. I think his family, it was like an incentive to do that. Right. He could be involved, more I, involved in right. the that side of the company. Because if people don't know, um, Walker Racing Filters has been around since 2015 now. But Walker Aircept has been around, I don't even know how long. I think his dad, maybe his grandpa owned it. It's a major filter manufacturer for military industrial bunch of stuff like that so it was always on all of his cars but yeah he was getting out of prison there his brother ben is a really good guy too really big part of that company and they were getting things going and i was kind of helping on social media promoting and stuff and i believe i probably got the first walker round filter that they made oh right on yeah and then uh through that kind of got to talk to Tyler and his girlfriend quite a bit. They were pretty cool. And then when I went to do that kidney donation to my mom, I woke up in the hospital after surgery and I look over and there's like a a car flower pot with flowers in it and a card. And I opened the card. It was from Tyler Walker and his girlfriend. It's badass. Yeah. That's sweet. What a good dude. Absolutely. Heck yeah. I mean, there's no, no reason for anybody to do that. You know, that's, but no. that's just kind of shows you that t- t- yeah, there's still like, good people in this world. Yeah, yeah. Respect. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And he was one of the best, like you said, back in the day racing the sprint cars. I was a big fan and he was the first guy you got out of the sprint car and just did backflips down the whole front yep. stretch. Carl Edwards took yep. that from him. Yep. Backflips. Oh. Oh. It was just, just knocking him out of the park. So exciting. Yep. Damn it, cousin Carl, get your own bit. It was the best because when you, when he won, you were just looking forward to that. You're like, finally, just. I don't know. It was just something. It was just so cool to see. Although he did win once, and he did a backflip and like broke his ankle or something. <laughs> it's on YouTube. He yeah. went for it. He, may, he he went for it. I think he might have been driving for a uh, guy Forbrook at the time or something. But okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty funny. Heck yeah, man. No, I mean that's like you said. That's it. everybody's always got somebody. But I was gonna before we found out that Jory was an actor. Right. Uh, you were kind of hitting on the bucket list deal. And whatnot, you, you know, like you're saying, career and everything, just kind of doing bucket list uh, type stuff. You, you've done the Knoxville 410, non-wing, uh, Chili Bowl. I mean, what other things have you done that you would consider were bucket list things for you in racing? And what other bucket list items are still out there? Oh, I mean, obviously, Indiana Sprint Week would be awesome. That's that's very high up on there. Uh, That'd be nuts. I don't know. I'd like to go race and be able to race in California someday, even you know, save up enough money to go out there for a, a few races or something at some point in some kind of car, I guess. I don't know. What's your favorite track in California? Uh, Par- again, Paris is pretty sick, but I mean, Silver Dollar's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Placerville, very cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's some cool tracks. I mean, Tulare, yeah, definitely yeah. Tulare. That would be That is one cool. place I want to go. I would love to go watch Trophy Cup there. That would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good tracks out there, man, definitely. They're all just heavy, elbows up, rough, just like my style. Like, that would just be 
be a blast. I was going to go to Paris like back in 2018, but I, it rained out, so I didn't get a chance to go. Yeah, I've been there a few times to see the old demon. Um, yeah, that track rips, man. It's pretty cool. Heck yeah, man. No, I hope that happens for you. I think it would be kind of cool deal for you. Go out there, hit the surf, and then go fire it during the day and fire up the spur car at night. Yeah, I mean, uh, turkey night would be... Oh, that'd be sweet. Because, yeah. like, you can surf right outside the track, so... Don't even have to leave. That's definitely on the list, but... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Those are probably pretty expensive rental rides out that way, but... Yeah, but yeah just, who knows? Just Never have to know. load up the hot rod, and we'll just have to trek out west. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. That'd be wild. Let's do it. We'll just get a we'll get a double hauler. We'll bring we'll bring Jory's car. We'll bring Mike's car. Yep. We can fit two midgets in my. No, trailer. we just got midgets. to. Uh, yeah. We got to swing by Donovan's on the way, and we can pick up a car too. And then, uh, yeah, we're good. There we go. We're ready to rip. Man, that'd be a blast. That that I mean, that's been a staple in you know racing forever. Turkey night, just you know, always watching that after Thanksgiving. But yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Again, I I dream big. I don't know. Again, like I I. I'm a very me- mediocre driver, and there's way better drivers than me. I just, uh, I don't know. Some people have given me some cool opportunities, and I'm very grateful and appreciative of that. And, yeah, I just love racing. I love the rush. Hopefully keep doing it for quite a while. Absolutely, man. No, you're still doing it. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more down the road for you. Uh, continue on the racing theme of things. Uh, you were kind of talking about a little bit ago. You uh, had some stuff lined up uh, for your 305 wing car that you were getting ready to do in 2022. And on top of that, now your uncle has purchased a car. You got two cars going on here right now, if, the, if that's what I'm picking up, correct? Yeah, yeah, correct. So one's yours, one's your uncle's. So uh, you you did you ran both last in this last season? No, I didn't. But like his looks exactly like mine, so okay. no one could ever tell the difference. But no, I never had to run mine because once he got his, I uh, kind of took that over, and you know I had to start working on cars again. So it was quite the change from what I'm used to. You know I've been spoiled the past five years with uh, great car owners that. Didn't want me to work on the car and just, just drive it. Me to show up. <laughs> no, it's cool. I uh, I was keeping it at my house for a while, going out in the garage every night, messing around. So he's getting some stuff freshened up on that, and he's going to run some races this year. I don't know how many. Oh, so he is going to race. Yeah, again, okay. he, he he liked it at the arrive and drive. He got to try it out. Um, yeah, I don't know how much he's going to race, but uh, I'll be racing it quite a bit. I know that, which is nice because I can kind of pick and choose. Where we go, where when I was driving for Reese, I mean, again, it, it's his money and his time. So if he wanted to go to Grand Rapids, that's where we went. If he wanted to go to Knoxville, that's where we went. So now I can race uh, down in this area with the UMSS quite a bit more. So cool. I like doing that. Heck yeah, man. No, I mean, I was, towards the latter end of this last season, we've seen you a little bit more at Cedar Lake. Um, we saw you out at uh, out West. Uh, so we, we were seeing you coming around and whatnot, but just with the racing that you did in 2022, you know, how did you know, how did the season go up and wins out of just out in a whole how to go for you? A lot of, a lot of moving parts. Oh God. Yeah. Some good races, some bad races, some, uh, disqualifications, uh, never heard of that. I never saw any a little fighting that. going on. Uh, you, you know, I don't know. It just, uh, it was up and down. It's so a just a normal coaster. year. <laughs> That's life, you know? Right. It's a roller coaster ride, so. It is. You can be in those slumps, and you're like, man, when is this ever going to change? It's just, why do I do this some days? Yeah. Then you get those wins, and you're like, this is why we do it. Yeah. 
some days I really question my ability, but uh, you know, I surprise myself sometimes. So, right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to poke the bear by any means, but there was a little bit of controversy at your dad's memorial race this last season. Yeah, I guess I won't get into too much details. It just, it sucked that it had to happen on that night. It was just some missed calls and stuff. And again, we sorted things out now. We had some issues, but uh, we talked it out like adults and yep. and we're good now. Everyone's good. They're, they're good people. Everyone's trying, you know, it's uh. Some people are in new positions up there in that series, and, and it's it's a lot of responsibility and a lot of moving parts, and, you know, I understand that. And obviously, full of adrenaline and a lot of emotion over that night. Yep. Things boil over sometimes, but, uh, yeah, we're good now. It just, uh, again, sucks that it had to happen on that night of all nights. But uh, Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. No, I mean, like you said, here the moment, and you know, sometimes the sometimes the issue does need to be re- resolved right away. But sometimes that's not always the best course of action. Just like you said, here the moment, everybody's still got that adrenaline pumping from the race and everything. But I'm glad to hear everything got settled down and everything's going good. Yeah, again, and there was a lot of angry drivers that night. I was just the one who maybe lost my cool a little, but uh, yeah, you know, it happens. It's, it's an emotional sport. I wear my heart on my sleeve, so. You know, sometimes that kind of stuff happens, but, uh, it was, a, it was fun race and it, uh, I love Hibby and that's, you know, again, that's my home track, I guess you could say. So I always yep. do pretty good there, but yeah, that's how it goes. And, uh, again, it sucks that it had to happen on that night, but, uh, yeah, we'll move on from that and, you know, it is what it is. What's the plan for the uh, Memorial race next year back at Hibbing? You going to change it up? Any, any word yet? I don't know yet. I, uh, I guess I haven't thought too far ahead, okay. but, uh, we'll figure out something. I don't know. My dad loved Cedar. Again, I love Cedar Lake too, but he really loved that place. So maybe there, or I don't know. We'll see when schedules come out and kind of figure some stuff out. Perfect. So speaking of your schedules, you did some wing and non-wing. What'd you like more this past year? Well, obviously I'm a little more comfy in the non-wing. I've done a lot of that, so it's a little better for me, but, uh, I like this wing deal. It's 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 uh it's a lot of fun. It's I like learning, you know, it's something new, right. something different that that I'm enjoying a lot again. That's a lot of things in my life I I like that rush. I like doing something different and uh yeah. So I'm I don't know how much more I'm gonna do of that. We'll see. I'm gonna do a few to start the season out and then if they're going better, maybe some more of that or if they're not then some non wing stuff, but a little bit of both in that car. Perfect. Right um, same way. I like the wing. It's and it, it, it's a different. I don't know. Like you said, rush and whatnot. But they're so different being the same car just with the wings on it. And it's a lot of fun and the speed. It's the wing racing is a blast. Yeah. Again, and I mean, you've obviously caught on very well. So, oh, I'm just a mediocre driver, just like uh, you, yeah, dude. Right. Just just lucky for my opportunity. Same thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I think uh, the more I learn in a wing car, it's only going to help me in a non-wing car too. It's it just, will. you know, another tool in the toolbox. So yeah. What was the, uh, what was the decision behind that for 2022? Obviously it was a little bit of a hiccup with all that, but what was the decision behind that? Originally the decision, well, when I got fired or whatever, I was in deep thought, you know, mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks, what just am I going to do? Stewing and thinking. How will I continue racing? And then, yeah, we figured some stuff out, and I bought a car, and I said, well, I guess I'm, if I'm going to come back, I'll do something different that I haven't been able to try before. And it was That was the plan, was to do 
quite a bit more of wing racing compared to the non-wing. Not a lot of races overall, but just more than I was going to do non-wing. And then, yeah, you know, things worked out how they did, and I got to do a little both. But, uh, yeah, just, again, thankful and grateful for car owners that somehow let me drive their cars. Yeah, I agree with you, man. What's the uh, status on your 305 motor? Yeah, it'll be ready by spring. But, again, I don't know how much, like, I don't know. We'll see how much my uncle wants to go race and, again, maybe do some more of that or... I'll do a little bit of everything again. Right. Who knows? Is that, is, is that plan? Is that going to be in your car? Is that going to go in your uncle's? Has he got his own deal going? Yeah, he's got his own his own operation there. So the 305 will go in my car, and then I can go do some of those. Again, I'd like to go to Hussett's and Jackson and Arlington. And the plan anyways was to do that. The Cedar Lake thing was just like a bonus mm. to be able to race with those. I didn't base the 305 decision on that it was just to go do something different and again learn something new go try some new tracks race against some new people just yeah. kind of i don't know give me something new something exciting to to kind of restart yeah and going to them you know sprint car actual tracks like i've said this before it's like it's so much better going to an actual sprint car track where stuff's ran properly too it's just it's a blast you guys don't really have to go to some of these tracks that we have to up north but yeah, when you actually go to a sprint car track and see how things are supposed to be done, yeah, it, it kind of changes your outlook on things. And up north, uh, great guys. I mean, there's some fast people now, and people are only getting faster. And again, yes. like uh, I kind of keep to myself, and people, I, they might get the wrong idea, like I'm arrogant or I'm stuck up, and that I complain and bring things up. But the reason I bring up a lot of the things I bring up is because I do care so much about sprint car racing and yes. and the integrity of it and, and the respect part of it. And, and again, I get it. There's a lot of new people that are not, you know, haven't been around. They don't know a lot of the history of sprint car racing and stuff like that. So it comes off like I complain all the time, but it's, I care. I do. I just, uh, there's some tracks we should not be racing at and, and not only for us, Agreed. As a driver, if you are not willing to, you know, put it all on the line and maybe something bad can happen, if you are not willing to take that risk, you shouldn't be out there. But a fan, fans shouldn't have to worry about that kind of stuff coming to it, the races. And, uh, yeah, there's, again, I'm not going to call it any tracks, but uh, there's some places that are very dangerous for the fans, and I really hope something bad doesn't happen. You know, it... Uh, yeah, sprint cars just should not be at some tracks. That's all I'll say. No, I agree. I agree with you so much. We care too much about the sport of sprint car racing, and we're just trying to make it better. So I come off as a complainer as well, I'm sure. But I agree with you as well with the track deal. There are some sketchy places we go to and whatnot. And that, like you said, anything can happen, and more than the to- overtime it's going to. Yeah. it. Uh, again, I just I love this sport so much, and I care about just keeping the integrity and keeping it. I don't know what you want to call it. Keeping it badass, keeping it, you know. Just don't want to see it die. Yeah. Nope. I just, I we care so much. And I just, some of the decisions that get made, it's just like, it's in this direction that's not even in the realm of sprint car racing or what it, what it is or what it was or what it should be, you know. And yeah, I just care so much. So it comes off like I complain all the time, but I just, oh, I want things better for everyone. 
Right. But I mean, it's sometimes it's, I mean, and trust me, we, we could probably talk for hours on this. Uh, There's a lot of things going on right now and that has happened in the past and whatnot. But I mean, it's guys like you, Jory, it's guys like Mike, or there's been some other guys out there that, I mean, their their voices need to be heard. The the, the opinions, they need to be made and some stuff that they might just be brushing off the side. It needs to be brought to their attention, whether they want to hear it or not. Yeah, and it's guys like you that if I mean, I wouldn't call it complaining. I'd be like, I'm going to make my voice heard, and until you actually hear it, I'm going to keep voicing it. And that's what the sport needs. It's what these series need, and it's going to take a collective effort to see some changes. Yeah, it is. And again, people just need to speak up. And again, I'll be that. That's fine. I don't care if people don't like me for that reason. I'm just, I care so much about this sport and, you know, yeah, again, it can come off as arrogance or, or I don't know, ignorance, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I just care so much about this sport. Oh man, it's good that it, it, we need more people like you and, you know, to, they, like they said, trying to keep it healthy and get it going yep. in the right direction. And sometimes things might go off path. They might go right. They may go left, but they usually veer back at some point to where it needs to be yeah and that's not to take anything away from anyone i know all of these series and officials and and teams and everyone involved is everyone's trying their best you know everyone wants this sport to keep going too so it's not it's not it's not to rag on anyone everyone is is doing their best and you know i appreciate everything too yeah we all just have to do a better job and look out for each other yeah we all gotta you know work together that's the, yep. the biggest thing is work together instead yep. of against each other absolutely yep. man no and it's 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 a learn as you go type deal unfortunately sometimes there's going to be a decision made it's going to be maybe in effect for a year and it'll be like all right that didn't work you live and you learn and unfortunately and I, that goes for a lot of things We've learned a lot yeah so i yep. mean it is what it is but no not not at all to any i mean if it wasn't for the people that are putting the time and effort into doing this for all of us we got nowhere to race. Yep. And oh, yeah, for so, sure. No, definitely appreciate it, man. No, that was a that was a good little conversation right there. Appreciate you uh, mm-hmm. talking about that. Yeah, heck yeah, definitely. You know, kind of we're kind of going down memory lane, talking about a few things and whatnot. You know, Joey, this is your first time in the RTS studios with us here. Uh, the two of you guys, I'm sitting on this side of the microphone on the mad producer's chair and whatnot, but the two of you guys have raced against each other for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Anything come to mind between the two years, racing for a win, little bump and run on the track? I mean, what's a memory that you guys got uh, from each of you about racing against each other? That's what I always like to like, because I got a driver, and then I got another driver. I'm just here on the sidelines. You guys talk. Here's the floor. Um, I, I don't think I've ever had any problems with Mike on the track at all. We we usually fight for the same real estate. I know that. Yeah, that's about it. The top? Really. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I I know I usually, I, I'm a bottom feeder, I know that, but the past, like, especially this past season, I sacrificed so many races so I could just get better and get more comfortable. and Learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Heck yeah. It's so hard, like, and I know Mike feels the same way, when you're so comfortable doing something and you've won races that way and, and you know, especially where I come from up north, like, we deal with a lot of dry slick lockdown and a lot of the races are on the bottom and that's it you know and kind of so you get comfortable doing that and i've always had to do that up there so it's tough to kind of break away from that but i am getting a little more open-minded about it 
Yeah, I've seen you up there at the top. I know you were up on the top at uh, when we were in Labor Day and whatnot. I mean, I think the only thing I, I we were racing side by side at Ogilvy in twenty one. And we were running, like, I think we both started, like, fourth row or something in the heat race. And I think we were running third and fourth. And I passed you. I got to third. And I'm like, all right, we're 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 going to be sitting good. We'll make the redraw. Did you jump a start that night? No. Oh. Well, yeah, in the feature. Because mm. then in the uh, in the heat later, I, I got by Jory for third. And then the last lap, I'm like, well, I can get second. I'll just rip around the cushion. And I go to the top, and Jory passes me on the bottom. And that was one of them nights I was so mad at myself. I didn't want to talk to anybody because I'm like... <laughs> Now we're starting fourth or finish fourth. We're starting like fifteenth in the feature and just, but I don't know. That was about. I mean, we we really haven't been that close on the track though before. No, like uh, when we used to race against each other down here, it's like when I was really slow, so I really didn't have to worry about it too much. No, I do remember like one of your first races at Saint Croix. You jumped that wheel on the first lap, like the heat race, and pounded the wall going into oh, three in God. the red in the red car. Dude, that was. Oh, in the 21J. 2015, yeah. That was the first race of the year, too. Like, the first lap of the year. Yeah, I just do remember that. the thing up. Good way yeah. to start. I'm like, oh, this dude just drove 32 days to get here and fucking yeah. junks around the first lap. I felt so journey. bad. Yeah. I, I I don't think I was there for that, but I and I started with Rob in 15. And I didn't know anybody. The only person I knew was Rob and Jerry and Darcy. That's all I knew. Man, I had seen you coming around. I think you might have stopped at the shop a couple times when you were down this way and everything. And, uh, you know, I asked Rob, who's that kid? Oh, it's Jory. They come from up north. Well, how far up north? North. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then he kind of gave me the background story. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, those journeys. Again, it was like four and a half hours to go to St. Croix. And I worked such an early job. Like, I would get to work at 3.30 or 4.00. I'd have to cut out to get to St. Croix, and then I'd drive, again, if we weren't racing two days that weekend, yeah, drive all the way back up that night, yeah, long, long, long. weekend, especially Boy. when you got your ass kicked. Yeah, that does not make the drive home any fun, or any, yeah, at all. No. I do uh, remember we were in Lansing, I think, 2019 for the uh, the Mastel series on that rubbered up track, and I followed you that whole feature, like a groove off the bottom, just rubbered down, wide open. I don't know, saw a lot of your tail tank that night. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, I guess I've only been there that one time, but maybe that place always takes rubber like that. I don't know, but... It's notorious for yeah. it. I remember we didn't put on a new right rear, but I remember Blake did, and he won. I do remember we yep. didn't put in enough fuel, and I was like four pounds over when we went across the scale. Just Damn. made it. But yeah, Mastel Brothers series. Bring it back, baby. Bring back that money. That was fun. Yeah, the money, the four barrels. That yeah. was, uh, you know, I love, were... you know, I love four barrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah. You got to test them every now and then. Yeah, just make sure it's You got to make right. sure it's, it's flowing through there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, make, make sure it's sure. still working. Yeah. yeah. It's good. You know, we got everything set right. You know, just make sure. Just checking yeah. the float bowls. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Other, <laughs> other people check that sometimes too, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, it one, happens, you know. One night, they decide to see what's underneath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many times I've been to tech, and I never have to pull my hood off, dude. Oh. That's just the crazy part. The horrible part, dude, is probably the best race I have ever driven. I came from, like, 10th, too. Nice. busted my ass, drove my... Because I got wrecked by someone in the heat race, um, and I had to start, yeah, in the back there. Oh, I was just angry, so I drove the... Drove the nuts off that car, and yeah, I was so pumped. And I went from being so pumped 
to uh, Reese telling me that, and uh, yeah, not so pumped anymore. Loaded in the trailer, loaded in the trailer, loaded in the trailer. No. <laughs> you know what I did? I hopped out of the car. Oh, you did? When we got to tech, I said, all right, yeah, I, you handle this then. Oh, and yeah. I, I went and got dressed, put my, yeah, my all black outfit that I usually wear. <laughs> a sick hat. Black socks, black shorts, and flat bills. You know cars. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that, that's the one thing. It's like, you kind of get that feeling, like, you know when Jory's at the track. Oh, yeah. Bro, like, I've you, always dressed, like, I know, like, sprint always. car people dress like that now, but, dude, I come from, like, skateboarding and right. stuff, so. Yeah. Skate or die. Yeah. Heck, yeah, man. I mean, if you're not wearing that shirt at the track at least one time this season, I will be severely disappointed. I'm going to break it out. I got some other cool designs, too, but. I like you know, it. It's a bitchin' shirt. I, yeah. Dude, I'm a little jealous. I bet that's getting packed up in the bag for Florida. It is, yeah. I'm, just, I'm breaking it in right now. Perfect. I'm glad that uh, we were we, you're able to break it in here at the uh, at the RTS Studios. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Good occasion. Oh, definitely worth it. Appreciate it. Might have to get. Might have to snag like a picture for it, like for the TikTok bit. You yeah. know, when we go to announce the episode. There we go. You know, and then I'll have Taylor get some like Luau music with it or something. Yeah, Perfect. that'll work. We'll That's make what it. I'm talking about. Yeah, I no, will make it happen, man. Uh, let's, uh, let's get down to the, to the, uh, dirty details, uh, 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 up, like you said, roller coaster, a lot of moving parts, 2022, we are getting ready to kick off 2023 with a bang. As everybody knows, Zindor season, it we, is. uh, chili bowl coming up here in less than a month. You are going to take a second stab at it this year again at the 37th annual chili bowl nationals. Let's turn the clock back really quick. I know we talked about a little bit about it. Um, you, you did this last year. We saw you down there. We watched you do it and everything. Yep. Did it with Donovan Peterson and his crew, um, for last year. Just kind of hit on, uh, last year's event, kind of what went, what went down, what you went through and the reason why you want to come back and do it again in 2023. Yeah. I'll kind of run you through everything. Uh, obviously like chili bowl has been a bucket. I mean, who, who doesn't have chili bowl on their bucket list? You the know? best. So this has been a long time. Again, the first sprint car I ever bought, the one that I put together from a bare frame, was from Donovan in like 2013 or whatever that was. And he was already going to the Chili Bowl then. He said at that point, like he rented out cars or whatever. And I think Dustin Hapka used to rent one and maybe yep. someone else. So he always brought it up. And then finally when me and Reese split up there in 2021, it was another thing like, you know, I got to go do this. Let's do it. We're going to go do it. So I told Donovan, yeah, I'm, I'm in, let's do it. Went down there again. I'd never been there before. Just seen video. I couldn't, it was, I couldn't believe it when I had walked into the place, just the, how big it is in that building and oh, it's nuts. fitting all those cars and teams and the grandstands and everything going on. It was just it was again another surreal experience in my life, just insane. I agree. I agree. And then, uh, yeah, we went to practice day, and I went out the first time. And again, I'd never driven a midget before, so I didn't know my car wasn't running right. Really, I knew it was something was up with it, but we uh, messed with it all week. Donovan and Z. Again, big shout out to Donovan Peterson and uh, his crew chief. There's Z Man. He. Uh, those guys are awesome. They're good people, and they made me very comfortable. And, yeah, I like working with them. They're cool. Yeah, you know, we had problems with my car on practice, and then I got to go since Donovan. We had that other car there, and that other Aaron Warner didn't show up. So 
Donovan told me I could take his car out for his practice run too. And that's when I knew because that thing ran like a ripper. Right. And I was like, oh, my car's definitely not running right. So Saw my right. They messed with it that day. I think I went out again. We snuck out for another run somehow. I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but eh. I might have went out there three times. You just got to change the nameplate on the visor. Yeah. I don't know. Perfect. But yeah, still didn't run right. They thought it was one thing, and uh, it ended up being a, a pickup issue in the tank. But, again, you're adjusting everything on the other end of that to compensate. And right. We didn't figure out for practice, and then the next day we were firing it up trying to get it. Again, When if you're not on track, it's hard to yeah. get it dialed you in. You don't so know. Right. Went out for my race night, and I don't – did we get hot laps on race? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it wasn't running right then. We adjust more. Go out for the heat, same thing. And I think it died in either the heat or the sea main that night. It just died on me because we, they were just trying to go the fuel the other way when it needed, you know what I mean? Yep. It was oh, a yeah. different issue. But So, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. But, again, like it was – I was there for the experience too. And at that point, I mean, you can do one – you can either go the negative way or the positive way. And I didn't hold anything against them or, again, they're – busting their asses trying to get this thing running good so oh yeah yeah they finally figured something out the day after my qualifying night so i figured by saturday we should be you know it should be running right but yeah i enjoyed the rest of the week and donovan you know drove his ass off on his qualifying night and i was so yeah that was fun to watch i was so stoked that i was there to see that and you know he made the main right out of the heats and the qualifiers and stuff and that was cool and uh yeah, it was just a great experience. I got to go skateboarding every day, and you know, the weather was beautiful down there last year. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Good, it was perfect. Good for me, it was got, shorts weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. But uh, were Chipotle sales up in Tulsa that week? Yeah, yeah been. Chipotle, uh, acai bowls, and uh, yeah, it was good. Very good. Lots of coffee too. Yeah. Yeah, so we got things squared away for Saturday, and then, yeah, had to wake up at the break of dawn since right. I was running in an old main or something like that. Hot laps at 6 a.m. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you were, like, the first ones in the building. Yeah. Damn. But even though I did, like, horrible on my qualifying night and we couldn't get things going good, um, I was still—I wasn't in the last two mains, so there were people way below me somehow. But, yeah, I don't know. I just knew, like, hey, if this thing runs right, you know, maybe let's at least advance through one and just yeah. go have some fun. So yep. I think I went out in O-Main, too. And, oh, yeah, let me also say this. I beat Ricky Gaunt in an O-Main at the Chili Bowl. <laughs> Ricky Gaunt, Oval Nationals winner. Update the hero card. Yeah. Get this man a plaque. Yes. Non-wing world champion Ricky Gaunt. Superman. Yep. There you go. So, yeah, that's my claim to fame. Heck, yeah. I thought it was the Nutcracker play from sixth grade. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that too. It's tough. It's between those two. <laughs> we'll see how Chili Bowl is this year. But, yep. uh, yeah, I think I, I, I ran pretty good in my old main or whatever it was there. I kind of held my own, got second there. I advanced, and then I, I obviously started towards the back. And there wasn't much passion, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to have some fun. I'm just going to go above the fluff here and mess around on the high side for the whole night. Oh, I had a blast. I only passed a few few more cars in there, but it was so much fun. So heck yeah, man! I just felt there was unfinished business to go back this year. Now that we can have a good good run, good running car, I think I can, you know, do. I don't know. We'll see. Do some damage. I can do a lot better than I did last year. So that's why I'm going back. 
That's awesome, man. I am excited to see me too what happens this year at the chili bowl for you you know i'm i'm sure donovan's gotten it figured out you know he's gonna have some he's gonna have some good equipment there for you it'll be interesting to see what night you land on and if you stick with that night see who falls into that night with you as well see if if, maybe if you move i mean who knows man there's a lot of variables when it comes to chili bowl yeah oh god yeah you need luck on your side there but yeah donovan and z will have that thing rip in there they're good people and you know i'm glad that i get to go there with them you know yeah people get the wrong idea about chili bowl and i uh, maybe a lot of drivers make it seem like they are sought out and they are hired to go to the chili bowl but uh maybe some of you don't know but most of the rides at the chili bowl are all rental rides it's someone's writing a check just in my case I can thank my left hand for signing that check just so uh, I can go there. But yep. You did it yourself. So yep. I'll tell you this, kids. Uh, thank your parents. And uh, when your parents write those checks for you to go to the Chili Bowl or for all these uh, USAC deals, don't forget to thank them in your victory lane speeches. Right. It's very true. Touche. Shots fired. Shouldn't have said it any better. Oh, absolutely, man. There is, uh, unfortunately, I'd have to say a couple of uh, spoiled little brats out there. And I'm jealous. I wish. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm jealous. But, again, I just signed. The only difference is I just signed the check, so. Right. Get this man a sponsor. Right. Yes. We got, like, 12 of them. I'm sure one of them will go with them, right? (laughs) We'll make it happen for you. Yeah, and again, I'll have a couple personal sponsors again, but I'm I'm always game. When they found out that the Redondo Ripper was coming back for a second stint at the Chili Bowl, that's when Larson and Bell were like, "Wait, coming back?" Is that what it was? That's absolutely. They said it was about the pay. I heard different. I got sources. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they heard, man. You know, like we don't want to mess with this Cali kid. No, nope. you know when he's claiming he's from Redondo Beach, Antarctica. I mean, this guy's hitting the surf <laughs> and then he's sledding with dogs. <laughs> and the Chili Bowl doesn't even know what to do on some entries. I'm listed as uh, Tower, Minnesota, and. Uh, on others, I'm listed as Redondo Beach, California. So who really knows? I did see that. I did see that. They got them listed as t- from two different spots because they updated the entry list today. And that one today says Redondo. That's awesome. They are always showing love. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they were like, man, we're just going to give this guy a shout out. Give all the hometowns a shout out. I just love Redondo. It's just catchy. It is catchy. It's a beautiful place, you know. And for the longest time, I bought that bit. Dude, I will tell the story of how all of this started. Bring it. <laughs> Most people only know the Redondo bit because that's the one they see now. But when, like, my race pass, when we started having to pre-register for races, you could enter your hometown. Yep. I used to do different ones. No one ever caught it. <laughs> and it probably will never show it because, like, the computer system updates now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I used to do random ones all the time. <laughs> okay. Yep. That whole season. Okay. Do you remember awesome. any of them? Oh, he... Climax Minnesota was one of them. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's great. Actually, well, I mean, which way did you get here? Did you come up eight? Like, I don't know which way you would have came from. Oh, dude, today I came some really weird. Like, there was people clearing clearing trees out of the way for us. and Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, it was sketchy, but we made it. Oh man, so so we had Climax Minnesota. Okay, I I there was pro, there was some other ones from California, and some other ones from just weird towns in Minnesota. But that's fine. We can mark this as explicit. Okay, and no one ever <laughs> no one ever said anything to me. I think I had 
maybe won a couple races. Well, those ones would have been in the computer system. No mm. one said anything. Interesting. So I changed this before like a Labor Day weekend. And we go out to Grand Forks and I ended up winning. And it was like, they, you know how they have their TV program? Yep. On the TV program, they must have listed me as that. And not only that, but whoever does like the race articles did an article, their race recap, <laughs> and it says <laughs> the first words, California racer, Jory Hughes <laughs> wins the feature Friday night at River Cities. Oh. Not only that, okay, we go to Greenbush the next two nights and I win like the last night. Their person, same thing. That's awesome. Really? All the way from California. Nice. And all the way from California. And ever since then, it's just stuck. That's awesome, man. That is that, funny. That is good. But dude, you have no idea, you guys, how many people ask me this when I go sign into a track. Like, oh my God, you came all the way from California to here? <laughs> yes, like, I yeah, did. Yeah, for $175. you damn right I did. Here. Heard you guys got great Chipotle up here. Yeah. It's great, <laughs> though, because like I go to Redondo Beach. Year, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I love it. Good surf there. Consistent. Oh, absolutely, man. So it's always I'm always trying to keep tabs on you. One minute you're out west, and you're back mm -hmm. up north, and then I, I, it's like where in the world is Jory this week? I'm yep. just living, man. I'm just uh, well, living, even living those dreams I had as a kid. I don't know, just trying to do things I, I enjoy. Like I look at your Snapchat today, your Snapchat story, and I'm like. Dude's at the airport. I thought he was coming down tonight. We I'm sent like, the jet for him. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> we were I sending forgot. the jet. Yeah, you did. You see that big sun country in the background there? <laughs> it's like yeah. a seven thirty-seven, homie. Yeah, I see the see the plane. And I'm like, oh, he's working. I'm like, I really thought you were at the airport. I'm like, well, he ain't making it tonight. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, we're just building an airport hangar. That was nice. funny. Yeah, for people that might not know, what do you do for work? Oh, uh, local iron workers. My union brother. Union. My union brethren right there. Yep. Local four. Wait, what local am I? Local 10. <laughs> Jeez. She a metal worker. What's up? <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, I've been doing that a few years now. Now I'm a journeyman. So uh, yeah, it's good. Again, I I don't know where I'll be a couple months from now. I have the luxury now. I can pretty much go work anywhere in the United States. And, Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. That's as awesome. long as I want or as short as I want or, yeah. So who knows? Just living life, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. just living. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Life is short. Just do things you enjoy. I agree, man. Like, and Very I love, true. I love that attitude about you, man. Because I think a lot of people out there are too worried about what other people think about them. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, it's bad. But again, like my whole life, my parents had health problems, and then obviously my dad passed away from cancer. My mom had cancer. My mom had brain surgery, and like obviously kidney problems. Uh, They've just been sick my entire life, and I know they missed out on so many dreams and things they wanted to do. So yeah. it's like they've always been so supportive of me, even when they probably shouldn't have been because of that. See me, you know, achieve my dreams and, and do live a, you know, a fulfilling life, you know? Yeah, I mean, is there was there ever anything that uh, that maybe your dad brought up to you or that your mom's brought up to you of something that they've wanted to do that they didn't get a chance and that you have either or that have gone and done it for them or that you're going to do for them yeah i think a lot of it for them was tra i mean my dad just loved racing so it's probably a lot of races he wanted to go to and he wanted 
I mean, he always wanted like for us just to be able to for a summer, you know what I mean, just to go racing without no work or you know what I mean, just go live on the road. Heck yeah, yeah, that was always a dream of again, this of all dream of all of ours, but. right? And he kind of got that a little bit, you know, at the at the tail end of things. Him and Richie went and did some went and traveled around a lot of races. Yeah, uh, Richie, another good guy. Heck yeah, he's guy. awesome. He, uh, man. The, the things he did for my dad and he was always there for him and he's always there for me and my family and i love that guy he's, he's a very good dude he's got a very good family absolutely i agree 100 mm-hmm. with that statement i love it man i love like mm-hmm. i was looking forward to this all week when we finally got this lined up man i like i, I appreciate you opening up and talking about those things oh yeah anything i love it it uh yeah i mean i'm a pretty open book i live kind of an odd life compared to most people but i uh i don't know i'm just living man you know no i love it man you never know when your last day is so i just try and do things i enjoy and live it to the fullest yeah that's you awesome never know. Man. i agree well we kind of already laid the groundwork a little bit here for the 2023 plans uh chili obviously chili bowl coming up here in about a month after that, you, like you said, you got your wing sprint car. You got your uncle's uh, wings uh, sprint car as well. Uh, maybe a little dabble, a little non-wing action in there as well. Anything else going on twenty twenty three wise? Something we should be on the lookout for? Uh, more surfing. Okay. Yeah, probably some more skateboarding. Uh, concerts, good music. Uh, I don't know. I'll say you know? you're a little bit of a rocker. Yeah, I, dude, I'm. I'm. I'm like so picky about my music. It's. It's. I don't know. It's it's tough to get to get me to like new certain new music, but every now and then I find some new bands that I like. But yeah, I lo- again I live in the middle of nowhere, so we don't really get a lot of concerts. So I got to come down this way, or when I'm traveling, uh, catch a show or something. Like I go to California, definitely catch a show in Hollywood, something like that. Heck yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, music. I love music, definitely. If you had to recommend one band, one song to me and Mike right now, what would it be? Oh, man. Like, lately I've really been into Ghost. They're they're pretty popular now. But, they're pretty uh, good. Uh, Square Hammer was a very popular song of theirs, very catchy. So you guys would probably like that. I mean, you've, you've probably heard it on 93X. Probably. I don't listen to the radio very much anymore. I get all my stuff on uh, on the old like Spotify and whatnot. So I, I know of Ghost, but I have not. I'm, maybe I know. Maybe I know the song. Don't know the title. I have to look it up. Yeah, they're they're pretty popular now. But yeah, uh, that's probably. I mean, obviously, my favorite band of all time, Guns N' Roses, through and through. But uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I got a Slash tattoo. It's uh pretty sick. That's my guy. I like it. He's got a really good band too that he does on his own. So seen them quite a few times. Uh, Definitely. Top band of all time, Guns N' Roses. That's really funny that you bring up Slash, because I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to uh, Kuba's episode. <laughs> I know, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for shouting out my boy Slash. That was probably one of my better lines all time. Yeah, that was that a good was, one. That was good. That was funny. Man, I wonder if we should, like, you know like, how everybody's like, you know, something happens on the podcast, they make a t-shirt. Is right. that possible we can do that with that? We'll right. have to get the collective brains together and figure something out. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Heck yeah, man. No, it'll be good. So surfing, just kind of living things in the fullest, man, in 2023. Anything else crazy on the racing specter of things? Ugh, Are we going to see it like at Eldora for the Millie? Yeah, maybe to watch. No, I was talking to Mike. Uh, my plan was to win that Sprint Car Hall of Fame car, but uh, I guess I didn't win it. Mm. They announced it today. Oh, yeah. That was my plan. I was going to win that and then go to the Eldora Million and then uh, go to the Knoxville Nationals. But nice. 
Maybe in uh, two years. Yep, two more years. Got to buy another $20 ticket. Yep, yep, just keep on trying. Heck, yep. even put your name in for when they raffle off that late model and stuff that they do. Yeah. Everything. Heck yeah. You know. You never know. Anything can happen, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. And as much as you're changing your hometown, do like I said, change it to Pennsylvania. I know, buy your raffle I ticket, And you can buy it at Chili Bowl, too. I got to find a cool town name in uh, Pennsylvania. I'm sure we can find something. Yeah. Aliquippa. Oh, that's where that's, Tim Schafer yeah, is from. Tim Schafer. That's a cool one. Love Ali- that guy. Aliquippa. What was it? Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. So they all go to the local bar after when Tim wins in Pennsylvania or whatever, like you've heard on other shows. Do they sound the siren? No. Oh. They uh, they call it speaking Aliquippa after they're partying. Speaking Aliquippa. Yep. That's the hometown. Aliquippa. Slurring. Yep. Mm, that's pretty funny. I'll have to look it up. Yep. No, yeah. that's good. I don't believe you. Yeah, he's a cool dude. <laughs> Chili Bowl coming up. Oh, I'm pumped, man. I uh, So am I. Yeah, I'm so excited, yeah. We are excited, too. And we are bummed that we will not be able to be oh, there this year to watch yeah, it, Yeah, I was going to bring this up. You know, I'm kind of disappointed, but I understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, things, it, it could have went one or two ways, and now neither thing are happening, which is which sucks. And I feel like I put myself in that predicament. But uh, another opportunity came up, thought it was going to work out. It didn't. And uh, that kind of sacrificed both options. So uh, yeah, man, it's it sucks. We were we were looking forward to getting down there and going with you and watching you guys you rip. can still ride with me on the 11H. You know that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, Heck yeah. I think definitely a off air production meeting. Yep, absolutely, definitely. man. Definitely. Well, the Minnesota Mafia did text me last week, and so they got some tickets for sale. So I'm still pondering that idea. Settle down. We you just never know. We, we never have know. plans locked it's never in. Never too late. <laughs> never too late we have plans locked in sir we're gonna be watching jory on saturday night at the yeah. chili bowl at jj's outpost bar and grill in conjunction with the chase v rock racing party i'm gonna call in and give you live updates oh yeah. is that what it's gonna be like all right <laughs> well if i'm in the o main again you'll still have time to fly we'll all probably the way back, be back here in time for that <laughs> <laughs> get an oh, early start well, that yeah. was fun get the mimosas we're heading home yep <laughs> Damn. We'll get him on the flight. He'll come back and be like, we ran Chili yeah. Bowl this morning. Now we're a Chili Bowl party in the night. Yeah, I, I got to run the O-Main again. I'm definitely leaving early. Man, I just hope you can win one of them so you get a plaque. That'll I know. Badass. That's that would why be it's cool. like, I kind of wished I was in one of the ones below me because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, there's like, I think, didn't Robert Bell talk about that when he won his main at Chili Bowl? Like, he's like, he's like, I know I'm never going to get to that upper echelon of it, but just getting that plaque. Oh, I would have been so stoked. That meant the world to him. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Think of the guys that probably got like seven plaques, like McDougal doing the soup run. Just stacked up in a corner. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I love when people get on a tear like that, but yeah, it's, it's just such a historic event and. Again, I am like so mediocre and uh, it's so weird that me, because again, you guys didn't know me like 15 years ago, but yeah, I was, I was a hellion. I was in a rough place and uh, for me to be be able to do any of this stuff is so crazy. So I kind of got like a second chance at life. So it's crazy. I can't let this one go to waste. It's crazy how it works out, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, you you earned it, man. You paid your dues. You got your shot, and now you're gonna be a two time Chili Bowl entrant, man. Yeah. Heck Again, yeah, man. bucket listers, man. I yeah. uh, I don't come from a wealthy family. I don't have big sponsors or anything. You know, I just work a normal job, and I got to do that to pay so I can go to the Chili Bowl. Which, again, I wish more people were open about. Just uh, 
who cares if your parent just just own it you know right don't be embarrassed if your parents paid for something again when i was young my parents paid for stuff too but and i was an arrogant kid too so i guess I'm just a jealous older guy now. Just say thank you, damn it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's all thank, we want. <laughs> thank your parents before you thank Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, There's TRD. The right there. Thanks, Daddy Keith. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. No, man. It's, it's awesome. Uh, you're a stand-up guy, man, and I've enjoyed getting to know you over the last few years and everything. And, uh, mm-hmm. man, I wish you nothing but the best of luck down at Chili Bowl here in the next few weeks. Thank you, guys. Uh you know, I'm going to miss you guys there. So yeah, we made it. It was fun last year down there. You know, maybe, uh, you know, I might have to do some interviews for you guys. You know, you might have to. We might I have could to get my guy, the demon talking. I got to give a big shout out to the demon. It was so cool to be there for his 10th USAC CRA championship. And uh, what a guy, you know, another person that somehow like I just meet some of these people in my life. And it's the craziest thing ever. You know, I looked up to that dude for so long and. Just to, you know, like, he's so cool. He's such a smart dude and so much respect to Damien. He, uh, he's one hell of a driver and fabricator and just, he's a good dude. Very good dude. Yeah, I listened to his podcast when it was, um, listening to some of the stuff he said. The guy's just a genius and badass and that, uh, that car his that's in the Hall of Fame for the Land Speed Record's pretty sweet to look at, too. Yeah. He's a, uh, it's so cool hanging out with him at the races and just uh, seeing him go about his business and just having conversations. I mean, we're having conversations about surfing after the races and stuff like that. He's, he's awesome. He's a cool dude. Another person I really look up to. Yeah, definitely. Well, you got the dynamic duo now. You got the demon and you got the ripper. Yep. Yes, sir. There you go. It doesn't get any better than that. Heck yeah. You got a long drive home. I'm going to get you on your merry way because we want you to get home safe. You got a lot of shit coming up. Yeah, we're going to start the Bombardier con- Convoy here and, uh, you know, in a few days, we'll make <laughs> nice. it back. <laughs> nice. Gonna yeah. a lot of dog food. Yeah, send us a pigeon to let us know you made it home safe. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll plug the dial up in when I get back and I'll get a message to you guys. I'll give you my AOL messenger when before you yeah, leave. Yeah, I'm more Perfect. of an MSN messenger guy. But All right. Okay. MSN. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely, man. <laughs> well, before we let you go here, you know, obviously, like, you you know, you've prided yourself on doing a lot of this on your own. You got shout outs, some sponsors that you want to thank that are, for helping you along the way. Oh, yeah. And again, I always forget people. Um, yeah. I mean, my parents always supported me along the way. My mom, you know, all, will always support me. Great woman. Just they're, they're great people. And yeah, they always you know, wanted me to achieve my dreams. So yeah, always them and my grandparents and, uh, TCB speed North, uh, Donovan always helps me out. Uh, in the beginning, I mean, race stock, the first sprint car I ever drove was through race stock, another yep. good guy. And uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I just, I hate forgetting people. You guys have always supported me. Uh, urban's up North electric, uh, fuel clothing, uh, Rise Brewing Company sent me a couple cases of this delicious nitro cold brew uh, oat milk mocha coffee. Ooh. Shout out to them. Ugh, again, I always forget people, but there's so many people that have helped me along the way and will always support me. And thank you guys. Hey, man. Hey, there's plenty more times that you're going to be on this podcast that you'll be able to hit them all. No worries about that. I think that coffee deal, that might be on Mike's alley. You might like that. Dude, I love iced coffee. So. I, and I apologize. I forgot to grab a couple extra when I left for work this morning. So <laughs> I only had one. 
And that's going to be so now you're out. So now you don't have another one of those for the John Ohm. No, I don't know what I'm. Uh, I, I'll go to Bubbler. You know, I'm a Bubbler guy too. So Bubblers are the best, man. I need that Bubbler sponsorship for Chili Bowl. Oh, that would be killer. Yeah, we got like probably six cases in the other closet yeah. outside, man. That's so stocked, man. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, the teal, the new tropical, whatever that is. Oh, I haven't had that one. Oh my god, the best. I'm but a- again, where I live. You can't get it. You got to drive like an hour and a half south. If there's a certain flavor Jeez. you want, I will buy it and I'll ship it to you. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'll hook you up. You got to try that. It's it's a teal color. It's like tropical breeze or something. Well, she's yeah. I've seen that one. Taylor's like the triple berry, whatever the the dark blue, the oh, navy dark blue blues. one. Yeah, well, that I'm the blood orange Blues one. is good. Yeah. yeah. It's all I like good. the red, too. They're all good. It's, They're all good. It's again, delicious. Sponsor me for Chili Bowl Bubbler. Let's go. Bubbler, if you're listening, Jory Hughes on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hit me up. Slide oh. into my DMs. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you can't find them on the Insta, slide into our DMs at RTS Podcast, and then we'll get a hold of Jory for you. Yes. Yeah, these are my spokespeople. Yes, we will make it happen, man. PR department. That's right. Yes. See, we, we'll put T-Swizzle on it. She's going to hook up the Ripper. With the crew chief and the Schaefer Shuffler in tow. Perfect. Heck yeah. It's a lot of nicknames. Jory, thank you again, man. Appreciate you. You made the trek. Safe travels back home. Best of luck at Chili Bowl. And on top of the rest of your 2023 season, if we don't see you before uh, opening day in April. Yeah, thank you guys for having me again. Again, uh, you know, I've known you guys quite a while and uh, you're very good people. And I'm appreciative of your friendship and, you know, everything. And uh, yeah. Redondo Ripper, peace out. Ah, just such a, it was such a fun time. Blast. Such a fun time. Like I said, like the whole nutcracker thing, like didn't see that coming. Dude, hilarious. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> didn't know, didn't know we had an actor in studio. No, and like I was like trying to transition into something else. And the officer's like, oh, did you know I was an actor? Dude. <laughs> I was like, this was completely out of left field and it was the greatest thing. Too damn funny. Oh, my God. Just so much fun. I mean, comparing Reese to J.K. Simmons in a movie. Dude. <laughs> and then Juno. It's like, oh, yeah, Juno's dead. I know exactly who you're talking about. It's just the best. I actually went back and we were trying to figure out, like, you were bringing up the gal that we were thinking about playing uh, Pam. Yeah. I figured out the actress's name. What? Jane Lynch. Yes, that's her name. Jane yep. Lynch. That's right. Yes. A lot of shows, a lot of movies. Hilarious actress, man. Too funny. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. I mean, if if they were coming out right now, if all of a sudden you were in the movie theater. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're sitting there, you got a big old bu- bucket of popcorn. You know, you're at the White Bear Lake Theater, so you probably got a cocky tooie. Absolutely. I'm got a butt heavy, a diesel, yeah. as Mr. Luer likes to put it. <laughs> and all of a sudden it says this next trailer has been approved by the Motion Theater something or other Association of America. And it's rated like R. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like dim lights, intensified music. And all of a sudden, it's the biop, biopic, or whatever the fuck you call it, of Mike Mueller. Who is playing Mike Mueller? Stop it. Who's playing Mike Mueller? Jonah Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Which Uh, Jonah Hill? Like Jonah Hill from Superbad? Both of them. Or Jonah Hill from Wolf of Wall Street? Dude, Wolf of Wall Street Jonah Hill is kind of like me when I'm at work, but (laughs) Superbad Jonah Hill is me not at work. (laughs) (laughs) But if it was a racing movie, it'd probably have to be Matt Westfall. So (laughs) Matt Westfall. 
I gotta know, man. I mean, it's like I got Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything. But if anybody happens to see a guy in a black hoodie with a beard and glasses and a hat on, they gotta tag me because it think it looks like me. So God, who was that? Oh man, it was not too long ago. Like I'm telling you, your doppelganger was on flow, and I don't remember who it was. Like we were both watching the race. Yeah, that's right. You did say that, and I was like, oh my god, it's Mike. Yep. I mean, glasses matched. I mean, yeah, glasses, hat, and a beard had to be me. Look just like me. <laughs> Doppelgangers. It's just, it's like a whole cult of us. So, Jonah Hill. I mean, that's what I'm going with. Who would play you in a movie? I don't know. Seth Rogen. What? Seth Rogen? <laughs> yeah. What are you insinuating? I like to get high a lot? No, it'd just be funny. Seth Rogen. Dude, Seth Rogen is hilarious. But I'm Seth Rogen? Well, I mean, no, he would play you. Well, yeah. He kind of looks like you. What? Yeah. What? I'm not a redhead. Who looks like you then? I was told years ago that oh, Freddie shit. Prince Jr. looked like me. I have no idea who that is. Of <laughs> I course. Ex- of course. I didn't expect you to. <laughs> Should have been like, I know. I know you don't know. <laughs> the Rock's big, people. is a big rock. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, man. It's always kind of funny. You always sit there and you think about like, okay, if like somebody didn't, who would play you? I mean, if you're talking about current actors or actresses, I mean, who would play you? Who yeah. would you want to play you? Because yeah. if like you look at all these other like, you know, like if they did like, you know, Muhammad Ali movie or, you know, whatever, like trying to find that right actor to portray that person, because like you're not just always portraying that person, but you're trying to do right by the family as well. Right. You know, so I mean, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a big deal. I mean, uh, you know, if they want to make a movie about RTS down the road, you know, 30, 40 years from now, I mean, we're going to have to go through some serious auditions. Those people probably aren't even born yet. They're going to make a movie about us 34 years down the road. They're probably not. Good probably point. Not. Very good point, Mike. You hit the nail on the head there. Yep. Can't thank Jory enough for coming down, man. Like I said, he, he made the trek. I thought he was going to make a weekend out of it. He didn't. He came down here, worked all day, drove down, or I guess the dogs the, brought him with the sled. Well, hopefully by the time he gets back, you know, the episode will be out and he can listen to it. Uh, yeah, we don't even know if he's home. We don't. He might no. still be on the trail. Yeah. Might have a dog breakdown on the side of the trail. Dude. Uh, bad news bears. Yeah, it would be. Bad news dogs. We're going to get eaten by a bear. Ooh, hope not. <laughs> But yeah, man, can't thank him enough. Like I said, we thought he was going to make a week. Just one trick pony came down and then we stayed around and, you know, you know how it goes. You get the trooper, man. You get the racing guy. You get the racing community together. You just talk for hours. Dude, unbelievable. Could have been a seven hour podcast, but nope. Crunched down a little bit for you and uh, gave you the best of both worlds. Could you imagine with everything that we discussed and we're I'm not bringing any of it up. Be good. Oh, my God. Dude, all I'm going to say to everybody out there, thank your mom. And not Toyota. There you go. <laughs> Inside joke. Inside. It might come out. There might be a picture. <laughs> no, it's going to hit the fan. You'll see it soon enough. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, we might have to get a hold of DK Designs and get some t-shirts made up. Yep. Chili ball. Chili ball. <laughs> Sell them like hotcakes. Yeah, we'll have to get some down to Tom. He'd wear them. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, the mayor of section CC at yep. Chili Bowl. Oh, my God. Uh, Good times. But, yes, thank you again, Jory, for making the trek down. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Best of luck at Chili Bowl coming up and hopefully those chipotles and coffees in the morning taste a lot better courtesy of rts absolutely dude chipotle coffee draw a good number let her rip dude absolutely man well hey it's uh it's christmas time man let's get the heck out of here we gave you the gift of jory hughes this week on episode 84 of the rts podcast from all of us here at rts 
we want to miss you. We want to wish you. We we miss you guys. We miss. We do miss you. Miss y'all. We're gonna wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys, from all of us. Myself, Mike, T Swizzle, homie. Merry Christmas. If you're going out into this snow Mageddon, drive careful. Take your time. Make sure you spend time with them, loved ones. We don't want anybody getting hurt, man. Be safe out there, guys. Yes. Absolutely. So Merry Christmas from all of us here at the RTS podcast. And uh, we want to wish a Merry Christmas to our wonderful sponsors that have been with us all of 2022. Yes, we do. Thank you, guys. No, thank you very much to TCB Speed North. LightspeedEquipment.com. JJ's Outpost Bar and Grill will be hosting the Chili Bowl Party January 14th. DK Designs. The Racing Insiders. Mueller Jewelers. PrettyPolishedJunkie.com. Scott King Designs. Taylor Jewel and Photography. Fast Factory Foundation. And our presenting sponsor, GT Transport LLC. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Like I said on last week's episode, we will be in contact with you about 2023 plans. Yes. Right to Jack. I stole your line there. It works. <laughs> and hey, if you want to go back and listen to the utter, other, utter, the other, utter, I got to quit drinking, man. Dude, a lot of utters, but there are what? Another 83 episodes or so? Of this disaster that we call a podcast. And you can find those on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do it. Make it happen. Subscribe, like, follow, beat those buttons. Everything you do helps us. Also, follow us on your social medias, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Dude, make it happen. Like we said, beat those buttons. Thank you. And don't forget about Twitter, Mike. Twitter, tweet, and cherry popping. Get up on the tweet machine. Dude, now that Elon owns it, anything goes. So let's hear it. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Appreciate you now. Freedom of speech, baby. Let's go, Tesla. Choo-choo. Electric race cars coming soon to a track near you. <laughs> I sure hope not. I really, really hope not. Let's not go down that road. 85. Save it for 85, Mike. 85. Coming soon next week. Yes, sir. Be on the lookout. But as for right now, you get episode 84 of the RTS podcast. It's been Mark. It's been Mike. Merry Christmas to all and to all. A good night. See ya. Bye. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol?